recording. And we only have four hours left on our free trial, so let's keep this brief. Um, okay, here we go. Got this ad copy here. This episode of Friends Men brought to you by HBO Max. HBO Max, the only place you can stream Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman. HBO is now revamped with HBO Max, with all of HBO's library, plus all of Warner Media's vast catalog. HBO Max is truly a giant streaming service set to compete with the likes of Blackfix. Um, I lost my place. Crap, they're going to be so pissed. Do you want to watch most of the Batman movies, but not the cool good ones? Do you want to watch Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Old Superman? Come to HBO Max, the only place to stream Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. And as always, HBO Max costs the same as HBO Now, the low, pr low price of $15 a month. And some subscribers, but not all subscribers of HBO Now, will be automatically bumped up to HBO Max upon its launch. HBO Max, it's not TV, it's a cash grab. JP, Ready? we're recording. All right, here we go. Ready? Now we're ready. Go, buddy. Go. Go off. All right. Hey, welcome, friends, one and all, to the newly branded Friendsmen. I am your host. The Friendsmen. I'm your host, JP, and I have with me my best friend in life and in podcasting, Nate. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing good, JP. How you doing? You know, I can't complain. I'm really excited to record tonight. Yeah, I am too. It's, uh, we missed our regular scheduled weekend record, and I'm excited to do this. Uh, Nate, I didn't want to just throw this at you, but I decided that we're going to have our first ever guest on the podcast tonight. Yeah, yeah, you did decide that. You didn't um, ask me, and that's and, fine. Uh, and uh, so I, I want to introduce, and our loyal uh, listeners, I have already heard way too much about this amazing woman, the one, the only, my fiance, my best friend. Other than Nate. Na, 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 na. Here comes Claire. Na, 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 na. Claire. Hey guys, how's it going? Claire on the no. mic. Claire, Claire, were you doing the Rocky, like the, the, the warm up punches? Oh, I was shadow boxing all over the place. I heard it. I knew exactly what <laughs> yeah, it was. Fuck I don't the... even think it's necessary to, to like say what it was. Well, my, my best friend Nate knew that I was shadow boxing, and she didn't have to see me either. So look, we don't need to fight Hell over me. Yeah. Hell yeah, you guys can fight over me. That makes I me mean, feel special. It's not a fight. All right, it's that's not. fair. That's it's fair. Not. Me and Claire are close. We're we're mm -hmm. best friends. Um, probably best better friends than than you and than me and JP are. If I'm being completely I, honest, I would I would agree completely. I, I mean, think like, we can all agree on that. You guys have secret conversations where you just share. I think you should leave gifts, and I'm mostly just jealous. I'm not in the room. Yeah, well, they're public conversations. They're public conversations. Well, okay. Not when you're blocked. <laughs> Claire, I have to ask though, how you how you doing? You know, I'm I'm, I'm doing really well today. Yeah. Feel, feel, well, that's good. Feeling good. That's good. I'm, I'm psyched to be on the podcast and and talking about uh, the Friends show with, with my best friend uh, Nate and his friend John. That's really sweet of you. Thank you for including me as a third party. It's... Who's John? Oh, JP. You know, I slip up sometimes. Oh, my boy JP. Boy I know JP. JP. Yeah, he's boy a good JP. guy. He's a good guy. 
I try, I try, to, I try to keep it, you know, Twitter friendly, but I break the rules. So, you know, Claire, I want to start with you. Claire, what's been going on with you this past week? How are you doing in these bizarro times? We're not calling them unprecedented anymore because I'm sick of it. Um, Ooh, that's how good. is how is life going? Oh, uh, life's life's going good. You know, I think I'm experiencing what a lot of people are experiencing right now, which is the phenomenon of being uh, too online. Um, and just kind of getting lost. <laughs> oh, in... yeah. Yeah, no, Nate and I can certainly relate to that. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's not a thing I, I typically am, am uh, coming up against in my life, but I certainly have. I got a little, uh, I got a little too online recently. Yeah, just, just recently, and I think it's just, you know, not being connected to people in real life and not being able to have those daily real-world interactions. You know, you lean a little more heavily on those online interactions, and, you know, I, I uh forget which one's the real world sometimes and that's why i'm i'm very grateful for my pets for uh they they kind of they 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 pull me out of it you know my my pet check sound off the pets what pets we got say the pets oh man i got i got my boy gunter here in my lap uh i got bernard hanging out with john because he's a bit of a john fan uh got my old girl kier she's she's hiding somewhere she's not interested in being social mostly and then i got i got my girl pidge and she's she's the best at keeping me from being too online because she'll just knock the fucking phone right out of my hand and, so and, and bite a, me and it's tough love. And, that's, and that's her being like hey come on a, a a new phenomenon that's been going on in our household is you'll get a text message or a g chat or even a, a twitter dm from claire that's just a bunch of gibberish um followed by her saying sorry pidge <laughs> that cat loves taking over the keyboard sounds like pidge is too online Pidge is way too. Pidge wants to be an influencer, <laughs> and it's it's not it's not a good path for her. It's not what I want for her. But you know she's she has she's she's got to make her own way. I'm not trying to interject there and 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 put my and put you, my and put my ambitions on her. You know, if you tell your cats not to do something, they're gonna want to do something more. I mean, that's just you, the you gotta fact let them you gotta let them make their own mistakes. You know, and. It's 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 uh it's, it's difficult, but that's what I'm that's what I'm working with right now. I tell you, Claire's and cats both. You just you tell them not to do something is the best way to get them to do that. Yeah, thing. that's why I love Pitch. She's just me as a cat. <laughs> if I were a cat, I'd absolutely be Pitch, just laying all over the keyboard because I want attention. You so guys Nate. are so cute. <laughs> so Nate, how has your week been? My week's been good. Um. JP, my mother-in-law is here. No. Do you have that kind of relationship with your mother-in-law? <laughs> no, no, I, I take not it you at all. Don't, I, From what I know of you, it seems unlikely, but <laughs> no, no, no. She's here. Um, I, I was home all week last week watching our baby. I didn't get to work at all because um, our uh, babysitter that we usually use is going to a different stage of her schooling where she's going to be around more people and we can't really have her around the baby anymore. Oh, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. We knew it was coming too. You know, it just came a little bit sooner. So uh, my uh, in-laws live in Nevada, uh, Las Vegas, and um, they've been super great about quarantining. She's already come out and helped us one time before a couple months ago. And uh, she just got here uh, yesterday and uh, I got to go to work today, which is great. I got to do some work, and then I went to the desert and picked up a chair, and uh, now I'm here, and it's hot. It's hot in this garage, JP. I swear to God, it's so hot. I, I can't imagine having to be outside right now. It's, it's, I can tell you here in Texas we're having a cooler evening of just about 85, but we've been hitting some 
95 and 100 degree days here already, and it's just the beginning of the summer. Yeah, it was like 110 out in the desert. Now, Nate, is, is your wife, Nikki, I know she's working. Is she working from home, or is she going into the office? Yes, she works from home normally. That's just her uh, job. Yeah, she, she, she works so, from home regularly. That's because she's in PR, so she does, yeah, yes. she doesn't, she's not, doesn't work a typical office job. Sorry, you guys met my, my, yeah, my best much. friend, Nikki. I, so, yes. so I, I want our listeners to know that Nate and I jokingly were like, we're going to have Claire and Nikki become best friends, and then, well, it, they kind of sort of are, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that it's cute that you think that you orchestrated anything. <laughs> you know, now that I'm thinking of it, I think Nikki was the one that suggested I make JP my co-host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? I didn't realize she was even aware of me. I wonder if anyone influenced her to do that. Claire. Oh, it's all pitch. <laughs> She's the influencer. Sent a bunch of backslashes to Nikki and it was all over. <laughs> Claire, my, Claire who, who allegedly loves me so much, uh, had me pass on to Nate that, quote-unquote, if you need John three to four nights a week, that's fine by me. Nice. I do think I said that. Yeah, it sounds like me. Well, I, 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 in, in part, I want to start with thanking both of you because, as Claire said, you know, I think all of us have been too online, not just the three of us, though I can attest to that, but real-world interactions. I was telling Claire, my, with my work, we have a, a group that, um, I'm, I'm part of this smaller group uh, within the law firm, and we have a weekly call. And it honestly has become one of my favorite hours of the week. It's bizarre. I mean, it's work, but I really love the people I work with. And I just I get that we do a, we do a Zoom meeting, and I get that they get to have FaceTime, and and you know the partner running it gives us space to make some jokes and just to have banter. And it, it just it feels normal, even though we all know it's not normal. And it's things like that. I, I just And that's that's really nice to hear, JP, but I do also need to remind everybody listening that none of your other friends are as funny or as, as are, are as funny as I am. Um, that's very important for me to make that point right now, and please go on. Well, this brings me to the second <laughs> point I wanted to make this week. Um, so I have to give a shout out to uh, when I'm now now I have always I've been one of these people forever that best friend is a tier, it's not a person. Um, and one of wait what the fuck i mean no no no. it's, it's they're not they're not kidding. my best friend kidding. my best friend is nate but then there are best friends who are a tier below nate but in a good tier now it one now, of, okay now i understand one of my best friends uh he he has been giving me microphone advice and recording software advice and he's been oh the music man. yes and he he reached out and he said you know let nate know and if you guys want some bumpers or if you want some like just like short riffs and things like he'll he's he's happy to edit anything we want take the song that we have already and mix it up and you know my buddy chris has been one of my best friends since god uh 1998 99 Uh, we were in college together and that's cool man i'm just green with jealous rage right i i mean i mean I, i wouldn't be because this is another person that is really mostly my best friend and the fact that they have all that history and and yeah, and I mean that's just making it worse. But I mean, please, Chris, Chris, Chris and his wife had a kid uh, uh, last year, and uh, at, at one point Claire was like, "Oh my God, Chris is taking the baby to this doctor," and I'm like, "I had no idea," and she's like, "Oh, the doctor's name is this." And she's no, in intense no. conversations with this. This, what, what, this what my best. Was, this is this my college best friend. You were friend. claiming he was your best friend, and I asked, "Okay, do you know the name of his son's urologist?" And you didn't. And I did. Wow, dude. Because of... 
That because sounds the like name fact was hilarious. That just yeah. sounds like fact. No. What, Say the what name. was the name? It was something like Patience Winter Spear. It was like it was it was ex- it was like extremely. Okay, that's... <laughs> it was like a like I just imagine her being like a like a, a like a. Yeah, Medicine like woman? she's well, she's like in in the in the northern wild. She's like a frontiers woman, and she's wearing one of those big collars, like in uh, that scary movie with the married couple. You know what? Sure, why not? That that one. Goonies? It's You're talking called, Goonies. Uh, Conjuring. Oh, the Conjuring. Okay. Oh, all right. All that's right. a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. She wears these big collars. She looks mm-hmm, like a patient. Mm-hmm. Well, I <laughs> so I just I just wanted to shout out Chris on the podcast and make sure he knew that his complaint that he lodged was heard. So everyone please know that Chris is my best friend, even though Nate's my whoa, best friend. Whoa, 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 even whoa, though whoa. Nate's my I best friend. I am going to fucking cut this on the <laughs> podcast, dude. No, I think I, I am being dead serious. Chris will be on the podcast in the future. This I can is, guys, I'm really sorry this has gotten so combative. It's because I started the podcast with shadow boxing the... energy and I think it's just it's it's <laughs> It's been conflict it's ever cons- since. It's consumed. I've been shadow boxing this oh, whole time. Oh, see, I, so, I, I should have heard it. So the, and here's the thing, JP, okay? Hit me. I'm being dead serious, because you're messing with the canon of our show, buddy, okay? It's a flexible so, canon. It's like, the Star Wars, on, it's like the Star Wars EU. Chris is your very, very good friend. Got it. I am your best friend. All right, Chris. On this podcast. Chris, when you hear this, you know it was out of my hands. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> this is business, JP. That is completely fair. So the only other, the only other thing, you know, the only other thing that was really something that was really powerful. I'm sorry, I'm. <laughs> that was, it was good. It was good. Chris, you sound like a great guy. I really, I, I appreciate your help. Like that, that sounds awesome. I told JP we need something. I need the friends riff, the that plays right in between scenes. That's what I need. That's your first assignment. Oh, man. If I may, and we'll get into the episode in a bit here, but there was one of the transitions where they normally would just play, like, do-do-ba-do-do. They, they actually had, like, an a cappella version of the theme song going in one of the, one of the uh, transitions. I, I, was, I, I was so annoyed. I noticed I was, it, too. It was very weird. It was, it was awful. It was jarring. Wow. It's not something they do a lot. Um, whoa! Whoa! I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The cat just jumped up, swatted Gunter in the face, and bounced. <laughs> oh, we got, got pet, pet fight. fight. I thought I was saying something wrong. No, no, no. <laughs> whoa, you whoa, just said whoa. two but words, this week? this week? This week? This one here? Or ne- like, what do you mean? Oh, man. Cla- you guys are really Clarify your sync. statements, JP. Clarify your statements. That's always. One should always Damn. clarify fucking everything. All right. Claire puns. Claire puns are good. Continue. No. So, all right. Well, I need to step away for one moment to grab myself a beverage. Claire, do you need a beverage? I'd love a beverage. Thank you. All right. I'll be right back. You two talk, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. All right. So, Claire, Claire, I'm assuming that you're in your bedroom, not JP's bedroom, because I know me and my wife, we sleep in Oh, yeah. No, bedroom. no. We... We're, we we I love Lucy this shit. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, right. Although, like, honestly, it was, we tried we tried the two single it's beds. Too and it was just too I mean, intimate. It's too intimate. I mean, it's it's absolutely inappropriate in my. I want my daughter thinking that I sleep in the same room as I mean, my what, wife. What is that going to tell her? What I mean, what is she? She's going to grow up and and think that 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 a man and a woman can be in the same room. It's it's it's. I mean, you gotta you gotta go full pence on it you know just don't be in a room with any women even mother 
God damn it, Claire. I was going to make a Mike Pence joke when, when we introduced you, and I was going to be like, and as always, because of Mike Pence rules, my wife is here with us, oh, too. Oh, man, so that, that would have been a great bit, squirt. man. Next time. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll do a citrus slice. I was going to one of these guys. Love you. Love you. I'll see you on the podcast. Delete that shit where I told that I said I loved him on that. <laughs> I'm not, that's not, that's not part of my brand, and I don't, no, yeah, no, cut cute. that out. Oh, this is bad. I got a bug in my scotch whiskey. I just feel like you're, you are recording from like a tent in South America. <laughs> you're just, you're I just did sleep in a hammock last night. If you're I'm just being sweating and I just feel like there's like a very intense light on you. No, yes, it's very apocalypse now in here. Yeah, I, I am, that's, I that's what it is. Drinking straight from a whiskey bottle. This episode should be called The One with the Shadow Boxing Energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a tent last night. It's 100 degrees. That's that's for real. I love camping. But it... I I slept in a hammock in my garage. Okay, so you're legitimately I Love Lucy-ing it. Okay, all right. Tell me where to edit okay. this podcast. I'll decide. Cut. I'll tell Nikki okay. to tell him. And we'll re-record it in three, two, one. Okay, so, Nate, we introduced something in the last episode that I'm really excited about. Um, and I... Can you guys hear my dog barking? Yes. Would you let the dog into the garage? He doesn't <laughs> want to come in the garage. He wants to attack the UPS. Oh, uh, okay. Um... She hates him oh so much, God, dude. Why? Go on. Please go he on. He delivers I packages. I don't know, dude. I know. That's ice cold. Is it, It's spunky. Yeah. Yep. Spunky. We're going to have words. That UPS delivery person is a good person. You guys go ahead. You can go ahead. I can cut it out. It's I mean, no, deal. no I'm, it's, I'm not are we, are we doing re- anyway. Are we doing recommendations? Okay. No. No, we are not doing recommendations. Um, Let's move into the next segment. Recafrendations. All right. Nice. That's right. I coined that. I thought of it while I was in the bathroom. So, as we do every week on the podcast now known as Friendsman, um, you know, in an effort for Nate and I to get to know each other and our guest um, to really actually, you know, build a friendship, but also so that our audience can enjoy these things too. And, and a movie, an episode of a TV show, an episode of a podcast, a song, a recipe, um, anything that would be similar Ad- to that. Ado- adopt I, three cats. I feel like that's yeah. doable in a week. That's good. Or like, <laughs> you know, chew a whole pack of uh, fruit strike gum before the flavor runs out. That takes about 10 seconds. No. You guys don't know for Oh, man, no. zing. Novak coming with that old school stuff. Huh? It's like a 2006 no, I, I, Family I, I, Guy I, joke. I, wow. I, 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 <laughs> that reminds me of the time I met. I, I physically tugged at my collar, and I feel like everyone, and I feel like everyone could Ooh. hear it. <laughs> I am never doing an episode with both of you at the same time again. <laughs> Look, everyone needs, everyone Jerks. needs JP. Jerks. Everyone? Jerks said what? 
I do feel it. Yeah, you should. I feel like awesome. a big old All right, that's what Give it a few for. years, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so last week's recommendations, recommendations. Um, Nate, I recommended to you the Scaredy Cats podcast. Nate, did you listen to the Scaredy Cats podcast? I listened to three out of four oh episodes God, of the did you Cats really? podcast. I did, because I really oh. liked it, and I was playing VR, and it just kept All playing. All right, so tell me what you thought. I thought it was very funny. Um, I don't know Reply All, so like I don't know who those guys are. I'm really glad. So you listened to... Okay, so you listened to... Uh, okay, I listened to three out of four episodes. Yeah, I just Exorcist, missed uh, Nightmare the Midsummer Street, Hereditary and then, one. Oh my god, we watched Midsummer finally, and... Wow. Wow, that movie was good. It was, extre- it was so extremely I, good. I, from my perspective, Claire. It was extremely good. I don't want to get too I don't, I don't want to go too far down the midsummer rabbit hole because I'm really anxious to talk about Nate's a recommendation, The Loved Ones, which is also a horror movie that we watched I think right before we watched Midsummer and I thought it was excellent. Before we move so, on, I'll, I'll say, JP, just about Scaredy Cats. I pitched that idea for a podcast to my wife in an effort to get her to watch scary movies with me. Like, yeah, we'll do a podcast about how scared of them you are. Like three years ago, and she just flat out said no. <laughs> no way I'm doing wow. that. Wow. <laughs> I, it, like I said last week when we were talking about this, I, it's, it's so nice that Claire and I both already loved scary movies and it's just been something we can share together and it's and we talked about it it's, it's just a cool art form. i also think it's really interesting how they talk about like like why he feels so scared you know what i mean and like like really really diving into like how how um unfounded that is but at the same time it's very real to the point where it actually like you know, uh, causes erratic behavior in him and everything, like holding his hand up in front of the screen and everything. And yeah. All right. So, so let's, yeah. So, so we'll get into, as Claire mentioned, Nate's recommendation was the loved ones. Now this is a 2012. I remember it was 2000. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, it's an Australian horror film. Um, as Nate described it, uh, it's it it the premise begins with a handsome hunk of a teenage Australian high school kid so who is asked to functionally prom at the end of year dance. Um, he has a girlfriend. He just says, "I'm sorry, I'm going with my girlfriend." Um, what follows is holy shit! Spoiler alert! Just saying that. Click. So I guess I want to start with Claire. Claire, what was your impression of this? Oh, movie? I loved it. I, I, I what, what struck me most after watching this film was it's so great to see what Eli Roth would be like if he was smart and didn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Bizarro Eli Roth could make a Shout movie like this. Um, yeah. You know where it's. Like if Eli Roth was creative and not just like and not just self-aggrandizing <laughs> and like throwing yeah, like yeah, like yeah, throwing yeah, yeah. The, his big ego dick around and it was just like it's not about anything it doesn't say anything. Um, yeah. Well, and that's I, I, in, on that point. The reason I think Claire's bringing up Eli Roth is there is there are some scenes of of, of quote unquote. Well, it, but I, and I agree, and I had to look away a few times because I do I I, I, I struggle with with the um it doesn't scare me it just 
grosses me out. Um, you know, it. I know what you mean. I have to cover my eyes during um, teeth stuff. Teeth stuff gets me every time. Needles towards eyeballs. I just can't I, do ne- it. needles in general. I can't ever do needles. Yeah. I just can't. I can't do needles in horror. Right, and, I, and so I, there were some needles here that were very aggressive, and you know, I just I had to look away a few times. But it was also like a, it was there for a reason. It wasn't. It, it didn't feel gratuitous, which is where I I would disagree. Sure. That, like, and so I was like, oh, I hope this doesn't go torture porn. At various points, I said that to JP, um, but it it didn't because again, it wasn't gratuitous. It was in the service of 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 what it was doing and the story it was telling. And I thought it, it was just it was so artfully done. And the the that main character in her pink fucking prom dress was so lynchian and cool and her like her like little girl yes. clothes before that. she's wearing like 12 year old clothes very, very lynchian I, aesthetic it, it, and it i just could have been I, a looney tunes or exactly winnie yeah. i thought it was very cool and i also thought it was really you know it was sort of turning that um you know men capture a woman and torture her on its head um, and yeah. I thought that that was an interesting, you know, they did like the, the, the drill in his head that felt like it was a penetration. So basically just before, and, just before, oh, was, absolutely. Before sorry. we go on, basically, uh, the, the girl's father, uh, kidnaps him to, uh, have like their own little prom at their creepy, like outback house. Um, and, uh, it goes basically how you'd assume it would go. Yeah. It's, it's, um. Yeah, knife, knife through the foot and uh, drill through the head. And uh, uh, windshield wiper fluid uh, injected into his throat so he can't was? scream. I couldn't tell what it fucking was. And also, I wasn't okay, watching because it was in a needle. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, Claire, what are you recommending this week? Yes, please, Claire. Um, so, I will recommend this week um, a song I've really been enjoying uh, by a hmm. band called Truces with two T's, two R's, and two U's called i'm alive um it's it's not my usual style is much more electronic uh this is much more indie rock which is not usually what i go for um but uh i was i was sort of reading some reviews for recent releases and this one really stuck with me it's got kind of like a like a night, like a, a back energy almost. It's it's it makes me feel good. It's fun. It's interesting. Um, and it's it's um cool. they're they're releasing their full album on Friday, and it's apparently like a concept album about a road trip to hell and back or something. Um, Whoa. but it's 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 a good song, and I'm really excited to uh, listen to the full album when it drops on Friday. And it's just been it's making me feel happy and good. And when I'm driving around it's just it's it's been nice so that's that's my recommendation i just added it yeah added check it, it out i think i think it's again it's it's my music my music taste is not always palatable on a broad spectrum and this one felt like i, I feel like people should all like this song same here i i don't know anything about music and i often recommend things that other people don't like i'll go next um i tweeted about this movie and i think everybody should see this movie people have been tweeting about jennifer's body which is a great movie, very funny movie, um, good horror movie. But if you want something a little more indie and a little cooler, a little more gory for sure, um, I would highly recommend a show called, or a movie called Excision, as in the uh, surgical cut, Excision, uh, starring an actress 
who I can't remember what her name is, but she's like a very uh, pretty young teenage actress, and she does not play that sort of part in this movie. Um, it's a movie about, I guess you'd say a female psychopath being like growing up as a teenager. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah. And, uh, I, I saw the trailer actually for the first time yesterday. I'd never seen the trailer. I just watched the movie and the trailers cut like a, uh, like a teen, like romance comedy where it's like this girl's got all like you know and and but it's all this like horrific horror movie like stark uh very low budget but very very smart good horror and the trailer's hilarious and i will say this about this movie has one of the greatest endings of any modern horror movie out there like anything since wow even more than uh the mist I love The Mist, dude. The Mist has a... No, 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 no. People talk about the ending of oh, The okay, Mist you know, as yeah, like... Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as good as The Mist. Uh, little, little... Wow. Actually, it's the... It's, it's... They, they both end the same way. Well, now you've ruined the ending. Not, not the situation, but they both end with a scream. Interesting. All right. I'm... Do you know how it is available? I don't. I never know that. Um, probably iTunes would be your best bet because I don't think it would be on Amazon. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna add this to the list and I will be um, looking into watching that. That's movie not this a week. feel good movie, by the way. Just FYI. Oh yeah, and the loved ones was. <laughs> well, the loved ones. The loved is... ones was the loved ones was a feel good movie in, the, in that sense of just like it was a it was a good recommendation and I appreciated. I thought it was. Um, this this is that is exactly what I'm trying to say is this is much more of a bummer mm-hmm. than the loved ones I guarantee it but it is funny too and I will say that it is funny. All right, well I'm in, I'm excited for it. Little gross. All right, Nate, this is a thing. This is about something that I love, and I want you to enjoy this thing or at least try out this thing, and uh, okay, you'll see a, you'll see a little bit of something that I love. Are you familiar with the sport known as football? Uh, yeah, you mean, uh, soccer? I do, in fact, mean soccer, sir. (laughs) Soccer, right? That's what everybody calls it. Well, yes, everyone. Uh, Other than everyone else in the world. I mean, it is just wild that that's the one you play with your fucking feet. I know, I know. <laughs> we were talking about this. So, so we we are an English Premier League household, and specifically, we love the football team Liverpool. Liverpool, okay, okay. And there are so many players to love. There's such a great story going on with them right now, where they haven't won uh, the title in thirty plus oh, years, wow. and they're on the cusp of doing it. Okay. They play a game currently. tomorrow. Currently. We're still playing. So the, so the English Premier League came back last okay. week. They're playing in empty stadiums. They're piping in fan sounds. <laughs> but, uh, and all the players are getting tested. Sure. Like, so that there's no risks and everything. Um, it's been weird, but it's been so exciting to have them I back. Bet. Now, I fly a Liverpool flag out, outside of our house. Liverpool is a working class, pseudo socialist supported 
group. Oh, that's they, cool. They, they, they're, 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 they, they, it's still like a Premier League football uh, or, or soccer team. So you have to, but, but the history of the supporters are working class people, and their motto is you'll never walk alone. They play a game this week. And if you can at all possibly watch the oh, game, I'll watch it. Dude. And and Nate, if you want to watch it, it's tomorrow. And if you watch the game, I'm happy to live stream with you, and we can get on a Zoom call so I can like talk to you about who's who and what's what. But I would love it if you would watch the Liverpool game. I will watch it, and I would like to watch it with you. That sounds fun. I, I will hell. watch it with um, you guys right? tomorrow. Well, but don't tell my bosses that. Why, why are we not telling you? Technically, during my work hours. It's a work day. <laughs> oh, oh, so we're watching it during the day. Okay, oh, it? yeah, 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 because yeah. it's happening across, across, the, pond. across the pond. Across the pond. Wait, 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 wait. In it. In it. JP got hacked by the Dune Boys. No. Again, fucking Dune Look, Boys. The Dune Boys fireworks are, in our especially who I'm night. talking about. Those boys, I mean, earnestly, just just have been. They've they've uh, at the risk of being earnest, and those 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 boys are just <laughs> in terms of just the best. They they just they're good the people. The Dune Boys are good people. Uh, ironically, they are the ones selling fireworks to everyone in all the cities across the United States. Oh but yeah, they absolutely. Are good people. We can't confirm it, but it's almost certainly the Dune Boys doing that. All right, I, I said a nice thing, and I would appreciate if you'd cut that out as well. I don't, I don't want any, any. This is not. We're gonna cut that no, out. No, 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 no. Don't say anything that the Dune nice Boys not anyone. Nope. Well, let's oh. move on, JP. Let's talk about friends. All right, so Nate, I gotta ask you. Have you seen the one about the blackout? JP, not only have I seen the one about the blackout. I've seen all of NBC's must-see TV Thursday's blackout episodes. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, because there actually was a blackout in New York City, and I recall, at the very least, Friends and Mad About You Mad did. About You. Yep, I remember they did. And this that may be the first time that the two shows tied together. Nate, how else did they tie together? Well, Phoebe's sister works as a waitress on Ursula? Mad About You. Mm-hmm. And, um... What actress plays Phoebe's sister on Mababu? I believe uh, Phoebe's twin sister plays the actress that plays her twin sister. It's Ursula Kudrow. See, I don't know if you're messing with me now. I think that you should ask guests what their relationship with friends is before launching into the episode recap. Oh, crap. Claire, we're new at this. We don't know what we're doing. This is an amateur production. Go. Claire, what's your uh, relationship with friends? I'm not editing any. Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you know, honestly, I didn't expect, I didn't expect that question. I haven't I haven't prepared. Um, <laughs> put me on the spot a little bit. Um, so, um, with, with at the risk of oversharing, I I uh, left home right before my 17th birthday for various reasons. And uh, lived, did a little couch surfing and moving about and ended up in a, the world's shittiest studio apartment um, that was basically a room with a closet with a toilet in it and a closet with a shower in it. And, hey, at uh, least you had two closets. 
yeah. I mean, we didn't have closets for clothes, but we had closets for pooping in. Nice. So, um, yeah. So it was, uh, it was, but it was like three twenty-five a month, everything included, utilities included. So that was what basically what me and my uh, boyfriend at the time were looking for in a place, and we were extremely broke. And uh, it, it uh, we 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 ended up getting a uh, went to the Salvation Army and got an old tube-style TV that we set down on a stack of, I want to say, probably cases of 40s, but I don't remember exactly, and we ended up getting a DVD player, and the DVDs that we had, what, what I brought to the table in terms of my DVD collection was seasons one and two of Dragon Ball and Super Troopers. And it was was it the unrated edition of Super Troopers because oh, of the rated edition? Was it the track? unrated? Oh, of course it was the unrated edition. Ball, I mean... in which we see Goku hang dong. Goku's Go, Go, Goku hangs dong. <laughs> Goku hangs dong in the very first app, and I know that because I've watched from season one and two of Dragon Ball three hundred times. It's Again, like, it's got like no, fire no, no, exploding if you're, around. If you're it. thinking that. If you're the second part of the story is that there were more DVDs. <laughs> there were not that many DVDs. So I brought Dragon Ball and uh, and Super Troopers, and my boyfriend at the time brought every. He had the whole discography of Friends. The whole big like, box set. The whole big box set, every single episode, every single season, all of it. And was it falling apart? By the end, it was. Yeah, mine was. Um, because so, so, and so we lived that way for like two, three years. Um, and and we didn't, of course we didn't have cable or anything like that. We were incredibly broke. And, and so if we wanted to watch something, it was like, well, do you want to watch Dragon Ball Super Troopers? Those aren't bad options though, just for the record. (laughs) It's for like, yeah, two, three years. The only things that we watched were those three things. And, uh, and, and friends, of course, there's so much more content and we ended up going through a lot of, I've watched every episode of friends probably a hundred times and it yep. a friend of ours at some point got us the uh friends trivia game and it went the way of the lord of the rings trivia game in which no one would play with me because <laughs> i knew all the answers every single time yeah nikki's that way about friends or, or lord of the rings about friend the friends trivia game that you're talking about nobody mm. wants to play with her yeah no this this is why me and nikki are best friends yeah, that's troubling. I actually knew that about her. I was just testing you as her husband, and I was going to report back. Yep, I assumed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You passed. Good news for you. Um, so, so Claire, I guess I, my question is, have you ever seen The Friends Show? Mm-hmm. I, have, I will tell you, I have not watched Friends since that time. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And so I, 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 have an, uh, I have an affection for it that's really rooted in this particular... Uh, fragment of my history. Sure. And I've never really watched it again. And and John has been watching, and I've been watching and being in the same room while he's watching, and then engaging. I'm I'm gonna say false. I'm gonna say false. She has been more actively <laughs> watching than me, and I'm taking active notes. And she keeps complaining that we're only recording one episode a week because she just wants to fucking. <laughs> well, watch because them it's all. my only experience of Friends is you watch them all in all in, yeah, in you a just row. Yeah, Yeah, like that. That's the only thing that you do with Friends. Like you just they're like they're like potato chips. It's sure you, you just keep going. So, so I will say as we get into the episode, this week was especially funny because 
as we started re- watching the episode to take notes, and Claire got out her her little uh, uh, you know hardbound notebook that she was taking Feather her notes quill. in. She was so excited about watching the episode and really fully engaging that she delivered several punchlines before the characters <laughs> in the yeah, show did. That. Yeah, that was that, that was the thing that I realized is that despite having not seen it since that time when I was like 17, 18, 19 years old, I remembered all of the lines. When I was yep. actually paying attention, I, I knew all the lines, I knew everything that was coming, and I actually kind of got excited about, like, oh, this is... Well, this, I think this might be the, the first funny one. Interesting. Well, let's start with the cold open, guys. We open up in Central Perk, and Phoebe is introduced for the... I think for the first time in the show is Phoebe's right. a musician. Um, we haven't seen this before. And she's about to start playing a song, and Nate, what happens? The lights go out. The lights wah, wah. go out. It's it's a blackout. And as we mentioned before, this was a thing that actually happened in New York City around this time. And so these shows wrote it right. into the episodes, um, which is... It's innovative. That's the word you're looking for, JP. You know what? I, that's a good word. That's a good word. I was I was struggling to come up with anything. Everybody who watches I mean, I mean, the Friends was... episode, watches the Mab About You episode, watches the Sign Forb episode. Now... We cut to the next scene. Chandler is in a, oh, God, what do you call it? Uh, Claire suggested phone booth, and, oh, man, it was like there were ATMs in there, and the doors locked. And it's a vestibule. We're doing better. Put Joey on the phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's one of the lines that I that I did ahead yep, of time. Where yep, I was like, yep, put yep. Joey on the phone. And John was like, what? And I was like, just give it a minute. So so Chandler's locked in this vestibule with a, a woman who Chandler makes very apparent very quickly. He is very attracted to. And also realizes that this is Victoria's Secret model, Jill Goodacre. Um, Nate, I... I don't recall, but this is actually a a, a, a real uh, Victoria's Secret model. Yeah, you know me, JP. You know I know all the Victoria's Secret models. I've I got their posters tra- on their wall. The he's out there. Showed you the He's, he's out there cards. sweating in his garage with with the with the what ni- I am nineteen ninety two Victoria's Secret right model now. calendar where, up on the wall. Where are you- Wearing wearing a sweatband on his head you know and, and it, just dude. flipping through the Victoria's Secret model cards. You know it. I got all my old catalogs here. I saved all of them. So okay, I was so more of got... a Sears girl, but whatever. <laughs> Guys, let me let me throw this at you. Okay, Jill Goodacre Connick is an American actress and former model. She was one of Victoria's Secret's maid models in the 1980s and early 90s. She is married to singer Harry Connick Jr. What? Goodacre appealed herself in an episode of the American sitcom The Friends Show. What? In 1994. So, yes. Married to Harry Connick Jr. Okay, I did not know that. That's hilarious. Good for her. Good for her. He's a handsome fellow. I told her she could do better than Chandler. Yeah. (laughs) I want to say, from the get-go, with the voiceovers and the jokes... The storyline of Chandler in the the vestibule, I think, is the funnier and and the better storyline of this episode. Absolutely, it's incredible. Far. It's incredible. What I love about Chandler's vestibule B story is 
that it really establishes Chandler's yes Ch- Chandler's like just iconic comedic delivery his his his, his, his body language and like prior yeah. to this he was just kind of like cheesy and he was like cheesy guy and then I feel like this you really get to see how Matthew Perry like he's he's a very talented guy he's he's a very funny guy 100% and, 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 completely and the agree. thing where he's able to just use body language so much because it's just going off of his personal narrative in his head yep. um when he's like I'm that guy and does like kind of like the shimmy at That's, her okay. is when yes. he further so, see it. but so, but throughout the whole episode it's like the his 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 comedic timing is just nailed down and that just goes for the whole show I, I completely agree. And one of my notes about this episode is, and, and Chandler got the silver on this one for me, but he and the other person are so far and above everybody else in this episode. Chandler is, they gave him room to be the character Chandler. They established some great things. And it does start with, as Claire said, so Jill Goodacre's on the phone and she says, oh, I'm just, I'm stuck in this vestibule. And, and, and he goes, vestibule, she's right. Um, I and mean, then he, said, he says, says Jill calls it a vestibule, it's a vestibule, but that's just me as someone who has encyclopedic knowledge of every Friends episode. Don't that it, is exactly don't what it, he don't says. Don't invite me back. But she says, she says, I'm stuck in this vestibule with some guy, to which Chandler some chooses to interpret guy. some guy as the some guy. Some guy. Oh, I saw you out last night with some guy. <laughs> it's it, it just... This is the development of Chandler. This is this is the writers are figuring out who Chandler is, and it's that Matthew Perry does a delivery of a line so uniquely. And I think by the end of the series, it's a little bit like, okay, we get it. That's the way he says things. But right now, we're seeing the emergence of it, and it, it was I, I, that was my first belly laugh. It was him doing the some guy yep. and strutting. I, I think they I think they figure like like he he they they give him a signature style. And then halfway through, they are self-aware about it. Sure. In a way, in a way, we're like, I, I can't remember which episode it is, but it's Joey is Joey is being Chandler for Halloween, <laughs> and he's like, could I be anymore? <laughs> and it's like, and, and like, so they, they they're aware that they like lead. They too did that hard for all of thing. the characters too. Honestly, like towards season yeah. four or five, they there's there's a scene where. Rachel and Monica are listening to a answering machine message and Monica says Rachel's catchphrase and Rachel says Monica's catchphrase. Mm, that's uh, right, uh, yep. No and I know, but they they flip-flop them. I do I do love in real life. I I love a good Monica. I, I know. know. It's 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 definitely it's one of those things that's in my everyday vernacular that I it, it just has become something God, that's part of my Do you do that? I didn't realize that was a Monica thing, but you do that all the time. I know. Wow. Yeah, no, that is true. It's a Monica. That's true. Chandler is back in the vestibule. And Jill Goodacre says, do you want to borrow my phone to call somebody? Chandler takes her up on it. Claire, who does he call? Well, he calls the apartment because we are in the ancient times... He's got a call a landline, dude. <laughs> he he Flintstone style picks up a rock <laughs> that has a string attached to it that leads to another rock in Monica's apartment. Where a pterodactyl picks up and says, eh, it's a living. Mm-hmm, I honestly mm-hmm, couldn't decide mm-hmm. if He's got some operator that does a dinosaur <laughs> pun. 
that he's got to go through. I honestly couldn't decide if Jill Goodacre offering her phone to him was unrealistic or realistic in the sense that, like, before cell phones were a thing, I don't know. I don't know. Like, like now, nobody would give their phone to anyone. No. No, but I think I, I, I was thinking about the timing of this. This is 1994. She had a cell phone. I can tell you in 1994, uh, like some well, people a Victoria's Secret model would have a cell phone. JP <laughs> is, and I think I think that plays into like she recognizes like no, I have a cell phone because I'm rich. Right. So. She got a cell phone hey. and a right. car phone. So as you asked, he Flintstone Styles calls up uh, uh, Monica's apartment. And does the classic line, I'm trapped in an ATM visible <laughs> with John Gunninger. Okay, real quick. Nate, I want you to know that I had a note here because when we were watching the episode, Claire did this yep. before Chandler did. And I put a little star and said, ask Claire to do this impression. But I didn't even have to ask her. But also, but also Nate has a solid one too. Nate, what does what he say in the phone? ATM now, oh, Monica, see, that was that was that the was last, last one, one he I did when he had Joey one. on yep. the phone. You were doing the Joey well, on the phone one, and Joey gets it completely. Oh, wait, wait, wait. So, so, so the beats of the joke though are he he does this twice as you two did. Then he says, "Put Joey on the phone." Joey jumps on the phone. Gets it the what first happens time. then? You know he gets, gets it, it the, the first time. time, and does and does and does a response that is completely incoherent. <laughs> to which Chandler responds, "You yeah, like that thought hasn't yeah, crossed right? my mind." It's. Mm-hmm. I put a note here. Joey Chandler love is real and great. I, oh, this is, yeah. And like that's that is another one of the threads that runs through this show. That the relationship that those two have is akin to the relationship that I have with Nate. Honestly, two people that just two men fucking that get love each other. other, even and and no yeah. one else even gets it. That moment. That was my second belly laugh of the episode. So, Monica and Ross continue to talk about their sex lives very grossly to each other. Yeah, that's a theme. I don't fucking even know what to do with this anymore, dude. It's like every single episode. <laughs> okay, so we talked about this, and well, I'm glad people and, and, you know, agree with I, us. I, I, a shout, out to, shout out to Uncle Franklin, who gave me a, no, 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 no you're super right. Like, it's so yeah. weird that they talk about this now, stuff together. Now, I will say that I heard that as well. And as brother Habers... I get that. As a sister haver, exclusively, um, we do talk about this stuff. Nate, what did I say? And we cut it out of that episode. And I'm glad we what, did. What, when you said women be shopping? <laughs> yeah, that's all they do, right? No, no, no. So, so, I, so, one of my favorite lines of the episode, or the weirdest place that they've had sex... Does anyone recall what Phoebe's weird place was? Oh yeah, no, it's it's uh it's it's a it's a Minneapolis or something. It's a hometown. <laughs> Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I belly laughed at that one. That was Phoebe's a good answer. answer yeah. Phoebe Phoebe is the funniest to me, uh, especially in these early episodes. I feel like they they kind of give her a raw deal in the later episodes, where they make her a fringe weirdo. But I think. Yeah. And, and and they make, they her, make dumb. her dumb. They make her and Joey the two dumb dumbs that are dumbing around together, most, and I kind of hate it. She's um, the most interesting throughout, in um, my opinion. But I'm also Team Ross with you guys, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Ross, and, Ross, and, Ross, and, and, so, and so not to get ahead of you, JP, um, but Ross and Rachel are having a conversation, sitting on the floor about relationships and, and, and why 
you know, she, she's never had, she, the foot of the bed was her sexiest moment. Ross then speaks to, like, yeah, but all that passion burns out. And if you're lucky, what you have at, when all that burns away is trust and security. Yeah. And I was like, that's legitly that's that's good advice (laughs) he's he's that's that's a good thing to say because he's speaking truth but i i the note i have here is this episode has a good balance between the emotional and the good jokes and 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 it's part of the reason this episode is one of the best episodes if i was going to make a greatest hits if i was going to put 12 (laughs) episodes of friends on a dvd and be like here are the best episodes this was probably going to go in there absolutely now, Claire, JP. Yeah, what's up, Did baby? Friends invent the friend zone. I I wrote that down. I wrote that down. Oh man. Okay. 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 I before we get into the friend no, zone, we're into it, JP. Joke. That's the edit. That's right there. There's, no, no, no. Because I gotta jump in and say, he's he's never my favorite. But Joey had a good uh, Matt LeBlanc had a good line delivery here, where he like like Ross is having this this moment with Rachel. And then she leaves to, I don't know, poop. And <laughs> he gets up and, and Joey says, and I love this line delivery. He says, never going to happen. Yeah. And it was just, it was very funny. But yes, do, do, let's do, get that into was it. A so, do you dislike Joey on this show? Joey's great. Joey, Joey's great. Joey's He's just great. not Let my me favorite. put it this way, Claire. Let me put it this way. Joey's canceled. And Joey's been canceled and he continues to yeah, be canceled. Yeah, Joey continues to yeah. be canceled. And and he brought up the friend zone. Now I was so like Nate, inventing ask, incelism in this fucking the fr- episode. Yeah, the like, friend zone thing is. Claire, tell me about the friend zone and your I mean, thoughts on the friend it's zone. It's also it's it's very tired, and everybody knows. I think is that like like everybody knows why that's problematic, right? Like I don't need to be sure. Okay, so here's why it's a problem: is that men and women are allowed to both enjoy relationships with one another and have friendships with one another and it gets problematic when there's an expectation for a romantic relationship or a sexual relationship no claire i'm i'm an old school guy Mm, and mm -hmm. so you know i just i just think that you can't be friends with women oh you know how dames are i get it you know how dames i get it i get it i mean I mean, how do you even talk to them unless you're going into the kitchen? That's right. I mean... Jesus. That's, that's, Jesus. That's, that, 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 that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I really appreciate you pointing out the fact that, you know... So I understand exactly what you mean. Oh, yeah. No. I mean, it's 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 very complicated because guys are trying to talk about cool stuff like cars and Batman and... Building and, log and, cabins. And ladies just want to be like nails and hairdos. And, Did and, you see and then, the sale going on and at then, Bloomingdale's? Like, men are like wasting their valuable Batman talk time on nails talk time. Girls don't want to talk about Batman because man. because there's a that. chance they could get in it. No, it's 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 just. I mean, it's it's. I feel like it's just. It's it's obvious why it's a problematic conceit that like. It's it's very it's a very toxic attitude. It is, and I you know as 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 a as a, as a I have been. I'm I'm a young woman who I'm an I'm an old woman now, but I was a young woman who had always identified more with 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 men and and was more comfortable in male dominated communities just because I got along with them and enjoyed their company and 
had... Hey, you don't got to tell us about male-dominated communities. This is Friendsman, baby. That's right, that's right. No, but I just, I, I, I the point... <laughs> look, friends I just, I, I've always had more guy friends and girlfriends, and that's always how my, my situation has gone down. And, and, yeah, no, I've had a couple scenarios where it's been a bummer, because what I thought was a friendship was actually an expectation, and it just, it's it sucks. It sucks when, and, you know, like, that language doesn't help when, doesn't help the thing where it's like, we should just be able to all be friends with who we like. You know, and, and it shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't be about and, and, and this is or... why, at least so far on this podcast, Joey continues to be canceled. Joey's canceled. Joey's canceled. Maybe he'll have some growth. Maybe he'll end up with uh, I don't know. Ed, let me just roll the dice. Rachel, I don't know. Shut we'll your see. Mouth, JP. We will see. I, I like I like I, Joey. I, I, I mean, Matt LeBlanc I think is so good in the show. I agree, yeah. but we're still in the early. I think oh, right he's, now he's we're still in the early stages of like. He's, he's, he's so, so problematic. problematic, and he's so and misogynistic. And he's and dumb and as a post. Dumb as a change, post. But, like, I, I just, I, I just uh, in, in, a, in a sitcom universe, I, I think he's funny. But he, but I also, like, I, I, I had the same note that you had, Nate, where I wrote down, is this where friend zone comes from? I would really I, honestly be interested to know if there are other examples of that before this episode of Friends because I, I, I can't really think of one. I can't think of an earlier episode. But, uh, you know, we can look into that, but I can't think of an earlier one and certainly not a more prolific one sure. than this. Like, this is, this is like widespread mass popular culture. And it, it, it informs Ross and Rachel's relationship for at least a season. Like, it's... it's... Spoilers. <laughs> All right, so... I just want to, I make a note, we cut back to Chandler, there's still shenanigans going on, he's still just being, honestly, if I was Jill Goodacre, I would be so creeped out that I've been stuck in a, a, an ATM vestibule with a gentleman who hasn't said a word to me, <laughs> and it's been like three hours at this point, like, like this now, is I have weird. To, I have to say that um, I appreciate that he's aware of the fact that he'd come across as creepy, and he was like, smile at yes. her. Don't smile <laughs> like that, you Don't smile, Don't smile <laughs> like that, <laughs> And so, like, <laughs> so, 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 so in a universe where, like, Joey is like, all right, you know, friend zones, dames to be either sexing or friending, and then, like, in the other universe, Joey... I feel like Chandler is is being like Chandler's like he's, doing like he, uncomfortable he's, he's like, he's like just like don't be cr- don't <laughs> like okay lift your gums and show her your her teeth uncomfortable. like don't make her feel don't make her feel creeped on and like I don't know if that's yeah. really the message but like I think that he was like oh god you're smiling too much and now it's creepy stop it like he's he's being mindful I mean maybe because he just wants to be with her but I think he just like wants to be nice and cool and normal but he's completely incapable of doing any of that which is I, this is i love the chandler storyline he just is like so in his own head about everything i can't relate to that but i bet oh, yeah. some people can um okay we cut back to the apartment phoebe's playing a song and i thoroughly enjoyed her song uh, uh, New York City has no power. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> go, Nate. Go, Nate. Um, and the milk is getting sour. Yeah, you're sour. sour. But for me, it is not <laughs> scary. It is not scary. I stay away, I stay from, away dairy. from dairy. La, 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 This is the beginning of Phoebe writes the catchiest nonsense songs yep. in the world. Can I make a note just before we move on that I think that Rachel's hair looks great in this episode? 
Yeah. I love I, I, I love that I look and it was like so it's so um Sarah Michelle Gellar and Buffy where I was like mm-hmm. like my sure, like sure, my sure. bi identity came out in the era of this hairstyle for women where it was like where it was like wrapped in like a weird curly thing back there and there were just like little like strands hanging out and I think that's very hot. And I always went I always find yeah. that hot. I I agree, and 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 I think that they're really doing a lot to focus a light on Rachel being the love interest in this episode sure. and making her look especially pretty in this episode. Now we're gonna get to that, but I want to first get to this. I'm always the last to hear about everything, and uh, and 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 the response is no, you're not, and she goes, yeah, huh. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. It was a belly laugh. She's fantastic. so great in this show, fantastic. and this is this is one of the first ones. Um, and then Claire, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the mic to you because after this scene, what happens on the balcony? So What's I going on I there? kind of ruined this for John, who I think has has seen not a lot of <laughs> Friends show, and it's it's it, he he had forgotten. But was because I was like, oh shit, oh shit, <laughs> this is this is one of the best scenes of the show, and he's like, and and he was like, sure. what is? And I'm like, just wait. And you know why it's the best scene? Ross's physical comedy is so like yes, the physical comedy of that scene and I love physical comedy. It's it's just one of my favorites. That's all I have to say. You guys, we gotta talk about sexy Italian guys. Okay, we do. We cut back and uh Does any remember <laughs> Does any remember what the neighbor Mr. They're, they're looking for the cat. The cat has gotten Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles. Okay, Mr. Heckles. Okay, so is this our this is our first appearance of Mr. Heckles? He, Mr. Heckles is one of the all time greats. Just one of one of so one of the funniest and best characters in the show. So this was another point where I laughed because, uh, and this is the the cat. I'm sure was supposed to be calm in 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 Lisa Kudrow's arms, but was not, and was kicking and 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 she actually and I'm sure it was improv and she's like this cat seems to hate you, and then he keeps referring to the cat as it's my cat that's Bob Buttons. Bob, Bob Buttons. Bob Buttons. Bob. And I just, Here, Bob Buttons. I I'm like oh man, Claire. When we get our uh, like seventh cat, we're naming it Bob Buttons. That's a great. That's no. great, dude. That guy's great. He's from, he's from Breaking, uh, Bad. Breaking Bad. He's he is he's he is so hilarious. He's great. The episode spoiler alert where he dies is 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 one of my favorite ones. Yeah, for Italian real. guys. Right. We got to talk about Italian so, guys. So now it's still a blackout, and Rachel is holding a candle and looking for the cat who we at this point can either call Tootie or Bob Buttons. Bob Buttons. Bob buttons. Um, and then I so I was I was about to be like, oh man, this is like creepy, like a horror movie, and something's gonna jump out. Now something does jump out, and that's Paolo. He's a freaking hunk. Paolo oh, no, is he a stepped, hunk. He's he a nice No, hunk. he stepped right off the cover of a Daniel Steele novel, and is just mm-hmm. like he is here. He is Italian. 
he knows what your fetish is and is very good at it. And he he also definitely speaks English, but is pretending not to. It does kind he of seem like gets, that, but I guess we'll he, see. He gets canceled later for reasons, but it's, oh, he gets it's, very canceled. He's he's a problem, but in terms of isolating him for this episode, yeah, no, he's like a the hot Italian guy. Now, so you guys want to hear something funny about Italian guys? Oh boy, yeah, no. Dude. Is, is, so, is it Mario or Luigi? No, 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 no. So I happen to be an Italian guy. Wait. Mamma mia. Oh, yeah, no, no. I can hear it in your voice. You got a, you you got a little bit of an accent. So I was Googling Sicilians today so that I could respond to a Doughboy's Twitter post with the character from The Princess Bride. And uh, a bunch of pictures of people from Sicily started popping up. And my grandmother is Sicilian, oh. and I look. Oh like yeah, no, all Sicilians are the best, in, in my opinion. Having known and dated some Italians, Sicilians. I, and I'm just saying, I'm not saying I'm like as handsome as them. I'm just saying, like genealogically, like my facial mm-hmm. hair grows the same way. They're all like five eight, like olive skin dudes that like aren't short but aren't. It's it was no, very Sic- strange. Sicily is the best. Is the best. If you haven't seen pictures of us, which is weird because it's literally the look, cover of a podcast. Your phone right now. So look up look up <laughs> Wallace Sean and that is what Nate looks like. Wallace Sean. Wait, what? He's the Sicilian. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I don't look like Wallace Sean JP. I, that's what I'm getting from that's this. Inconceivable. Oh. Golf clap, golf clap, golf clap. Alright. Well, no, but I, 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 st- I stand, I stand Sicily and I stand Sicilians. You're, you're, it's you're true. right. You're right. You're right. I just wanted to give Nate room to talk about Cosa Nostra. No, oh, no, no, you know, absolutely. It's true. And, and yes, I am mobbed up. <laughs> I, I do, uh, no, my dad has this picture of my great, great grandma who's, who's like from Sicily and she is a terrifying looking woman. And that's your heritage. Yep. I really like spaghetti. I'm not speaking to Italians anymore because <laughs> I'm I've been I've been I've been canceled for doing doing Vespa racism. No. <laughs> I'll tell you what you got canceled for. You got canceled for going to the fridge and eating all my freaking salami. Uh, oh my god! And sometimes well. I pick up some gabagool, and Claire's like, "I'm gonna eat all the gabagool." Gabagool. My mom tells this story about the first time my dad brought her to a big family gathering and my dad took her to meet the family and his uncle Frank or something, who I, I've never even met, he's dead now, but uh, literally looks like um, uh, uh, the bigger guy on The Sopranos that always wears the track suits. Like That's what he looks like. And my mom always tells a story that he came up to her. He came up to her and he said, so, uh, what part of Italy are you from? Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, folks, sorry if there were some technical difficulties. There was a bit of a time jump. Um, Liverpool are now the champions of the English Premier League. And, uh, Nate, never walk alone. Nate is especially excited about this. I'm pumped, dude. But let's get back into it, friends. Friends? You want to talk about friends? 
We should talk more about Friends. For anybody who's wondering, my computer almost exploded a week ago, and now we're back recording again. Sounded like a lie. He was like, oh, my computer's shaking and sizzling, and we were like, come on, and then there was a pop, and then we hadn't heard from Nate for four days. No, I mean, like, like, like Nate's, Nate's shit is recording from the surface of the sun. Yep. So uh, it's my understanding that that is not the most hospitable environment for technology. I have now, a suit that keeps me safe, but all of my gear and microphone mm-hmm, gets mm-hmm. burned up right away. Mm-hmm. Now, Nate, I have to ask you, based on the sound I was just hearing, were you just pouring the last bit of whiskey out of a giant bucket with one ice cube, or...? <laughs> JP, I spend so much time editing my ice noises out of our podcast. <laughs> I, I pay for them, believe me. I, I do hope that they don't uh, bother you guys because I think about that when I'm editing. Them. Not at all, and you called me out for my vape Drinking noises. so much on the podcast. Oh, well, that, whatever. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's, is it's, I... it's fucking COVID. It's, 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 it's rough, and we're all drinking a lot, and I definitely woke up after our last record. Um, because, you know, not to lift the veil too much, but days have passed between our original and now. And and the first thing I thought that morning was, boy, I hope Nate edits out everything that I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's normal. So with that, and before we move on, and let me just be John for a second. I'm sorry. Record scratch. Let me just be JP for a second. Claire. Do you hear this purring in the mic? You were delightful and nate was delightful and now one of the cats is knocking over the mic i apologize that's that's okay now she's trying <laughs> over my whiskey she's uh, she's causing a ruckus she's her thing is if my if i if i'm sitting at my desk she wants to lay entirely across my keyboard um that's the only way she's comfortable so she's having a, a whole disruptive moment where i'm not letting her do so we've got rachel looking for a cat and she's leaning real low and real dark holding a candle Where's that cat? Where's that kitty kitty cat? And then lo and behold, big beefy Italian man. Bella Lisa. I hate Paolo. He's not a good guy. I do not like Paolo. And I do not like him getting in the way of Ross and Rachel. No, 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 no. That's not yeah, nobody liked that. It it's it's like um a frustrating like uh Ben Stiller movie plot where like you're you're like identifying with the main character and then everything bad's happening to him, um, yeah. And and I I I think Paolo does speak English. I think he is pretending because um, he knows that women like guys who speak Italian and and he doesn't have to deal with anything if he doesn't speak English. Okay, so I don't remember well enough, so I'm working from just this episode, and I fully believe it. I think he's nefarious. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, um, later in the... Is Claire still on? Claire? Oh, my Me? God. Yeah, it's working. Hey, I'm, I'm, I don't know what happened, but, but uh, Pidge might have jostled something. Were you screaming about Paolo while me and JP were talking? Oh, I was, I was so horny, I just, like, splooshed. I splooshed all <laughs> over the mic, and I'm, I'm hearing that's bad now. It's almost as bad as, as being in a very hot garage. It's just going to kill Lay the off podcast. my garage, Claire. <laughs> He's got a hammock up there. He's living that sweet what, hammock okay. garage life. So, Claire, what are your thoughts on the idea that Paolo understands English perfectly and speaks it perfectly, and he's just being a creepo. 
I think that that is, 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 is absolutely what's going on here. I don't even know if he's from Italy. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I think the dude, right. I think the dude like read a Daniel Steele novel. Yeah. And was just like, mm, tight shirts, and greasy hair, fake accent. I can make this nobody, happen. Nobody in the friends group knows if he's really speaking Italian. They're assuming he is. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a possibility for sure. No, a moment I love um, in, in the introduction of Paolo and you have the, he's like, this is Paolo and he's introduced him to everybody and Monica is, just keeps saying hi. Um, mm-hmm. And then at one point, Paolo says something in Italian and Phoebe just goes, mm, you betcha. And it I'm was not, so good. It's I one of my that. favorite lines. I, I love it's, Phoebe. I, I love Phoebe. I've always loved Phoebe. I think she's... She flirted. Okay, so so here's... I, I will say in regards to that... She's I have positive in an my, era where that wasn't a thing. My note was... Phoebe says, you betcha. And then my next note is, Phoebe is the friend of the episode. I, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to reveal oh. my hand right now. Phoebe was my favorite part of this episode between the, yeah, huh, and the, you betcha. Uh, Phoebe nailed it. I, ha- I, have a different, I have a different choice, but we'll all wait till the end. Oh, we lost Claire. You back, Claire? Back to friends and Paolo. And All right, Paolo. the friend show. All right. Okay, so so I wanted, to, I wanted to talk about this, and I think it's something that people aren't talking about, but when Rachel comes into the apartment with Paolo, there's some arm touching that is way beyond creepy. She's, like, jerking him off on the arm. Yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, JP. I don't know what you're pro- yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Right, yeah. Your response is... What are you talking your about, res- man? Your responses, <laughs> your responses show me that neither of you actually noticed this. She was so grotesquely on his arm physically, like, spidering up his arm and his bicep, like... like. Yeah. Well, you saw, the, you saw the other girls in that apartment, dude. If she let go of him for a second, then she doesn't He's get to right. be with Paolo He's right. Anymore. I mean, you know. Okay. I, there is something to be said about the... There was like a fungible asset there. Like, like they were like, well, if you're not going to be with him, then I'll be with him. And we know from like the George Stephanopoulos episode that these girls are all having sex with each other's boyfriends after they live. Like, they're not nice to each other in any way. Oh, pa- Paolo is just for sex. Like, that's the thing you're missing is that is that yeah. uh, in, he's it's 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 pa- Paolo is just a sex object in this episode. Like no no no, right. no, yeah. one, no one's like this guy barely speaks English. I bet he would be a really amazing father to my children. All right, I, I, <laughs> they just want to fuck the hot man. I, 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 right, counterpoint. A young JP saw this and was immediately insecure because it's like, oh no, if you're hot enough, people want to be with you, so it doesn't matter what you're like. And that like, that's a terrible, that's a terrible thing. That not only do we perpetuate in our storytelling but also it seems to actually be true like like i don't know i he wasn't a good guy he was never a good guy now now of course on the that's note true of him not being a good guy i want to go ahead and hone in on the term crap weasel because i do think yeah yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. 
we're 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 jumping ahead though. I wanna I, I wanna cut into before we get into crap weasels. I wanna cut into. There's another story going oh. on here. And we go back to Chandler, or Chandler. And where's Chandler again, guys? He trapped in an ATM vestibule. <laughs> again. <laughs> That's right. He is trapped in an ATM vestibule with Jane Goodacre. And she had previously offered him gum, and he turned it down. Now, then he says, you know what, gum... Actually, on second thought, either you want to jump in, gum would be... Perfection. Perfection. Mm-hmm. And we've got a great scene. He's chewing his gum, and then uh, the gum flies out of the mouth. And then he reaches over because he's trying to play it cool. <laughs> and he finds, his, he finds gum, and he puts it in his mouth. That's not his gum. Yeah, this is where this is where it crosses into absurdism from like a realistic situation. Well, because he's that chewing it for like a full like 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 like, like the, yeah, the idea yeah, that, that you wouldn't too, immediately yeah. put it in your mouth and be like, mm, that's cold and hard. That's not my gum." But like he chews it right, for a minute right. before he has that it's revelation. Also, and I was just got, like, "He's got a mm, sir, spit that shit out." He's got a hubba bubba amount of gum in his mouth too. Yeah. And, yep. But also. This was the moment of the episode where I'm like, that is fucking disgusting. Oh, it's so <laughs> like, gross. It's, it's, it is, oh it is my... disgusting. Oh, I was so bothered by it. And, and then yeah. he begins choking on it. And my note was, he's choking on it like Tim Robinson. Like, he's doing me <laughs> like... <laughs> ah, 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 I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. To you and yours, Zeki. <laughs> oh, man. To you and yours. Just, just, just alienating <laughs> everyone who doesn't watch. I think you should leave. I love that because they can fuck right off. We don't like, like I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a regular person on this podcast, but let me tell you right now, if you don't watch that fucking sketch show, fuck right off. They don't want you. They don't want you as a fan. And I'll say this. I'll say this. After that show came out for a month, I told all of my friends at home to watch it and they were all like, this is weird. And now they're all fans of it. And I'm not going to say I told you so. But I hope they fucking listen to this, and they That's know that. who I'm See, talking. I couldn't, about. I, I I'm couldn't turn anybody onto it except for one friend at work who still sends me Tim Robinson gifts like every oh, Friday. Man, I, yes, I had I had, I had a great to hear it. situation where I had like I was working at like a real shitty job at the time, and uh, and I found one coworker who I accidentally realized <laughs> watching because she like made a reference under her breath one day. And that's awesome. <laughs> she was like, "Use all summer to figure it out." It, it was. I think it was the it was the skeleton song actually, where she was like, she was she was she was humming the, the skeleton song, money. and I was like, "Are you doing the bones are their money?" And she was like, "Claire." And so through the rest of our entire like working relationship, we would just like in our like private work channel Slack, just send each other gifts and references uh, uh to to that show and it was it was a real treat it's really nice when you just like find that common ground and 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 uh we still to this day just occasionally text each other the uh the gifts and the memes and i sent her the thing where uh, it was the uh the the, the covid protesters and it was it was uh, tim robinson being like where am i gonna buy my <laughs> halloween stuff <laughs> now's when i buy my I halloween stuff it was, it was great it was great so, so I, it, we're not trying to alienate. What we're trying to say is, if you haven't watched, I think you should leave. Please check it out. I, I think that of the three of us, we would all agree that 
this is one of the best sketch comedy shows of the last 20 years. It, it, it's mm-hmm. it's, yep. it's brilliant. I told my dad to watch it yesterday, and I haven't heard back from him. I don't think oh, he's going to watch it. It's a risky wreck. Always a risky wreck, the yeah. parents. Like the 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 yeah. the, the, the car uh, 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 focus group is 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 one of the best, and the 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 toilet paper is one of the best. But I, the one the no. one I really love as a, a a gif is the dressed as a hot dog saying, "Yeah, oh my god, we are gonna find this guy." It's <laughs> it's, it's fantastic, and like people who get it, and like it's so good to be able to post that in response to things, and you just know your tribe when they see it and know like yeah that's that's a good gift watch the show watch the show i will say that i am not a fan of sketch comedy as a general rule haven't really ever enjoyed it like i i I like mr show um you know i enjoyed the state um but like you know it was of a time and as an adult i really haven't resonated with any sketch comedy it just hasn't hasn't clicked for me hasn't been my uh, my my genre I, i love you know comedy in its various forms, but sketch comedy just, I haven't, I haven't had a modern and contemporary sketch comedy show that has really clicked for me as funny and not a little bit like, uh. and, uh, and, 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 and this one, I just, just love it. I love it. And I, it's, it's very, John even actually sent it to a friend of ours and he was like, okay, I liked some and I didn't like others. I'm guessing you love it. And Claire doesn't. And, Shout out to Chris sh- White. Sh- yeah, shout out to Chris White, the <laughs> person who was, uh, off- I- I'm, I'm assuming, is the one that was offering to do do stings and stuff for you guys. Um, but but John was like, actually, Claire fucking loves it too. And I'm like, look, I'm surprised as he is. <laughs> it's, it's That's how good it is. That's my endorsement. That's I mean, it, it, look, look, look. I, in the last 20 years, there's very few that resonate for me. Key and Peele. Oh, you know, Key yeah, and Peele, you know, you're right. Key and Peele Peel? Key no, no, no. Peel is, and- is, is, is so... <laughs> It's so fucking funny. Like that show is great. You're right, Keen Peel. And Claire, I'd also suggest. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Chappelle Show. Oh, you know, I I, I love Chappelle I really Show again when Chappelle I was show. when I was young. I mean, for me, for, for me, that was high school. So, and, yeah, like, okay, and So sure. I, I was like watching Chappelle Show at the same time I was watching the State Mister Show, which like obviously the State Mister Show yeah, was okay. happening long before oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. my it's time. Claire, but I was like Claire, I was Claire absorbing a, it all a, at the same a, time. I get it. We're the same yeah. exact age, Claire. So I didn't. And the same Nate, thing. if you haven't watched the state, it's oh, oh amazing. I love the state. But it's it, it's really like few and far between. And I'm like trying to think on my list, but it's like the state, Mr. Oh, Show. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I uh, my balls yes. so many things as a young woman. It was just uh, <laughs> the state. It was beautiful. But I want I want to throw I'm going to throw two out there that I don't know that everybody loves, but I think they are mostly hit and not mm. miss. One of them is the whitest kids you know, with the yep. slow jerk especially. The slow jerk is one of the funniest skits I've <laughs> ever seen in my life, and uh, I, I, I'm not saying this because I love him. In fact, I loved this show before I even started listening to Doughboys. But Birthday Boys, yeah, oh, I, love God, I have to watch. So many good I have episodes to watch. of Birthday Boys. So Claire, the birthday voice sketch that I always mm. recommend to people is a Mitch sketch. Give me some Mitch. Okay? Give me always give me some give me, Mitch. Mitch, I mean Mitch is my yeah. boy. Oh yeah. And it's the perfect sketch for him because uh, he comes home and his girlfriend tells him he's, that she's pregnant and he just keeps taking his non-understanding of Wait, what is this the story he tells on Doughboys where he like actually further? broke through the wall and like and like yeah. and like and like yeah. and, 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 and like injured and himself up his yeah. elbow like really bad <laughs> or something 
like cut a, a ligament or something. Like he, it's he really it's a, injured himself. It's a yes, and it's a brilliant okay. sketch, and it has one of my favorite lines in in all of Birthday Boys, which the girl says to Mitch, and I say this to people all the time. Whenever they say DNA, I'm gonna move back from the microphone here. She says. Uh, I took your DNA, and he shouts back at her, My deoxyribonucleic acid! <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> look, I'm gonna, look, I don't, know what it, I don't care what anyone says. I think that, that, that Mike Mitchell might be a funny guy. No, he's... It, I think I, he's pretty I, good. I, look, no, I, I love I, him. I, whenever we're watching he's a fellow Ippican, sort of. In, he went to Ithaca That's right. College, that's so, right. Yeah. I'm like, he talks about shortstop yeah. uh, subs, and I'm like, hell yeah, that's right. The shortstop. Yeah, but Mitch, Mitch come on our come podcast. On the podcast also, release my drop. Mike Mitchell, please release the Claire dot exe release drop, my drop and come on the podcast. So, Claire, I, the last episode or the episode before that, they mentioned something about how they were like. Filtering out all the drops that made it sound like they were having sex with I each other. I didn't do that. I did. I did make. I did make gratuitous <laughs> use of them saying the word vagina, in the in the okay. <laughs> in the double in which they were discussing minion vaginas, and then Mitch was like, "There was a vagina on the show," and then Weiger was like, "Vagina," and Mitch was like, "What was it? Vagina?" And they just said it so they much, said it and so, so I just, weird. I, I, just right. ended, I didn't drop about. about you just them saying vagina and i feel like you know that's what the that's what that's what the people want give the people what they want release my drop play claire's drop now 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 may i pitch a suggestion for your fan group name and i'm gonna and i'm and i'm i'm willing to take take a suggestion yeah go ahead and call out one alphabet pizza because uh, I feel like she's oh, okay, she's, she's Shout out to in a position to create some just like fantastic buttons and merch. Because I think that your fans Ooh. are the friends Mennonites. Wow, mm-hmm. that's pretty badass. Uh huh. And so I'm saying, just like AP, it's in your hands now. Do with it what you will. But friends Mennonites, just think about it. That's wow, pretty. I think cool. you just coined that, Claire. Look, I mean, I'm just trying to be iconic on this show so that I can keep coming on here and babbling on every week. Look, I, I, no one needs to check any statistics, but we're already we're almost at ten thousand followers and subscribers, and we're we're crushing it. So, I, but they need a name. Those ten thousand. The people, graph is going up. Those ten thousand people need a name, and I I I'm gonna go ahead and say, friends Mennonites. That's a good name. Well, just for put, it so put it in the running. Put it in the running. Yeah, I'm willing to. I'm willing to uh, give running. it a trial see, period. See how it sticks with people. All right, we're closing okay. in. We get back. The power goes out to the apartment. Ross, not happy with this whole Paolo situation, but then he goes and approaches Paolo and tries to assert some fucking ownership of this Rachel. is my yeah, yes ownership of Rachel. it's a That's little exactly it's a it little rough and it's also like how it's it's bad it's shitty it's shitty it's shitty behavior he's absolutely trying to like piss all over the room and be like you're not allowed to cross these borders like that's what he's yeah he's he is trying to like no, my my thing, my thing with this conversation is yes, obviously it is offensive that he's like I have a proprietary, 
you know, relationship with yeah. this woman because I want to, I want to date her and I haven't expressed it yet, but I get to like have her because I think she might want to, if I right. were to approach it, which is bizarre, but it's also a thing where if I'm Ross and I'm approaching this guy, that's trying to date the woman that I want to date. Like he lays it all out to this dude and, like, yeah, in what true. universe is that guy not going to be like, hey, I had a really weird conversation with your friend Ross <laughs> where he said that you have a thing and that, like, you guys are go- you, you guys haven't had sex, but you're going to have sex sometime soon. Is that true? Like, in my mind, I'm just like, how is that not a consideration for Ross? Claire, I think you're right, but I think a lot of this episode is predicated on the fact, like Ross wouldn't have done that if Paolo spoke English. I mean, you know so, what I mean? So, so his, I think that is part his, of like why his, he's his doing His feeling it. is that he's safe in like having this conversation because he'll be incapable of right. saying that to her. Little does he know that Paolo's right. from Long Island and is just like <laughs> running along con here. He doesn't. He doesn't even own a cat. Not his cat. <laughs> no. He just throws it away. It's always been the downstairs neighbor's cat. Mr. fucking what's-his-face. They should it's, give it to Mr. It, Heckles. He wants that's it. Bob Bob, Buttons, Bob, Bob That's Bob Mr. Buttons. Heckles' cat, and Paolo steals that cat. He's a con man. Yeah. And that, All right, so he steals sex. the cat for sex. I have to ask honestly, how were our friendships after this episode? Oh, they're fantastic, dude. We do need to end, though, because we already have I'm so much material. I'm very sorry. Nate, you're stepping, Nate, you're stepping over what was supposed to be the ending. <laughs>